Welcome to the Welcome Stranger Podcast. My name is Christopher Brown, and as always, I'm joined with the real Chocolate Thunder. Thank you for tuning in, our extended internet family. Uh, this is episode four or five. Five. Four or five. Honestly, I don't remember. Well, if you've made it this far, then I'd want to shake your hand if you were here. I'd give you a high five, maybe a little kiss on the cheek. I just want to shake. I just want to shake your hand. <laughs> That's right. This is the Welcome Stranger podcast, an ADD look at philosophy and our world as seen through the eyes of two men who are of the millennial demographic. That's weird to say. Strong, strong, strong introduction. I'm very happy with that. Just let them know who we are, what we're about. Yeah. What great, are you about? It's a great thesis, man. Honestly, I have I have been so confused as to what in the hell I'm even doing over the last like ten to fourteen days. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm mentally being pulled in nineteen thousand directions recently, and it's uh, it's been kind of exhausting. Yeah, because you've been hanging out with me a lot. Yeah, you're a very exhausting human being. <laughs> like, I can't. I try to keep up with you, and you're just. I, I never know what's going on, dude. Tell me about it. I uh, I don't know what I'm doing from day to day, generally speaking. And I have like 15 things going on. I didn't even tell you I have another thing going on. Another thing? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm starting a landscaping company. You're starting a landscaping company? Yeah, this just came up yesterday. Nice. Um, you going to need to borrow my equipment? No. No. I literally had a friend of mine who reached out to me. He was like, hey, uh... Will you start a landscaping company? I'll just do all the work for you. You can like do all the sales. Just come up with the company name, put everything underneath your name, and uh, I'll just do everything. You just like you just let me know where to be and what to do, and I trust them enough to do it. So, well, you can't. I'm just that. trying. To, I'm just trying to come up with names now at this point, and I got to send out business cards and shit. Yeah. So that just happened yesterday. So that's a new fucking endeavor. That's something to add on to the resume. That's like the fourth company this year underneath my name. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, you know, I, I, so I ended up taking a tattoo apprenticeship at Cracker Jack Tattoos. Yes. Under, uh, the esteemed Donnie DeVille, which I, I'm pretty sure is not his real name. I thought about it the other day and I feel like you can't be born, you can't be born Donnie DeVille. It's too good. And like be a traveling musician. I know. Like that, that can't happen. I've thought about that before too. That's so fucking funny you said that shit because when he said that, I was like, huh, what an interesting name. Yeah, it's like, it's so perfect. And then I was like, and you, uh, you're a tattoo artist? And yeah. I was like, that's you're, pretty rad. You're a tattoo artist, traveling musician, named Donnie DeVille. Get the fuck out of here. Too good to be true. Yeah, you, you just, no, people don't get that lucky. <laughs> like, his real name, his real name's gotta be like Charles. Yeah, or like Philip. Yeah. Or some shit. And Phillip. he was like, nah, fuck that, that's not rock and roll enough. Yeah. Donnie DeVille. Donnie DeVille. Um... Yeah, no, but seriously, you've been hanging out with me a lot lately. I'm just kind of just coming up to the shop, and that shit is a little bit of a drain. It's always something. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been there, and, you know, I've still got all these college courses, which have been... Oh, yeah. How's that, that going? It is, it's rough. It's rough keeping up with all of that. And are you, then, you, are know, you having fun, like, learning about your own sexuality? That class Are is, you bi-curious yet? No, I can't. <laughs> that class is... I, I had a professor... So here's what I deal with. You know, as as a millennial at the ripe age of 31 years old, I really give two shits less about what happens during my coursework. Uh, I like to 
learn the material and then get as good of a grade as possible. And That's I don't really care how, well, I care about learning the material. I don't, I don't care about all that other junk. And so in all, every class we have a group meeting and it's me and you know, a lot of the other students and you, that way you can discuss material and, and share notes and, and regular normal things. So somebody posted a tidbit of advice on the quiz that we had to take in this close relationship psychology class. Not the answers, not even the questions, just a in, little bit of insight to some of the, some of the material that's going to be on the quiz. And these triggered, <laughs> whiny, Gen Z, 20-year-olds... Little bitches started screaming about academic dishonesty and cheating. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you told me about that. Left the group, went and told the professor, and then yesterday we all got an email saying that they've invalidated the scores of the first quiz because we were cheating and that because we were talking about the quiz because we were discussing the quiz. And I'm like, you sensitive. Well, you know what the difference is. You know what the difference is. Is it's in writing. Now, if you guys had an actual classroom setting, that's what you would be doing before and after class. Right. No matter what. No matter what. Because it's in writing, they're scared. No, it's scared. They're, they're scared stupid. Little bitches. It, it's little. It's you know. It's these. It's these holier than now. I have to be super overly moral so that I can yeah. pretend like I'm a good person. Oh, you you mentioned that we had a quiz and you said something about some of the. Oh my gosh, because people like they get off on that. Like, people get off on being so much better than everybody else. Oh, I tattle on everybody. Look how good of a person I am. You're an idiot. Yeah, you're an asshole. You're, you're just, yeah, you're a dick. Shut up. You're just an asshole, bro. Like, you're... You just ruined it for us. Like, yeah. we were trying to, like, trying to have each other's back here. Yeah, like, dude, it's, it's a grade. Like, are you worried about class standing and GPA in college? I hate to tell you, but by the time you reach college... If you think that somehow all of that stuff equates to getting a better job or going farther in life or being more successful in your career, you're never going to get hired in middle management. You are, you are going to be a kiss-ass. Once, once you're a bootlicker, you're always a bootlicker. That's it. Yeah. You're, you're a kiss-ass. You're yeah, going to yeah, get yeah. into a job and these lower management type of people are going to love how obsessed you are mm -hmm. with their uh, praise. Right. And their validation. Right. But you're never going to get higher than middle management. You might, by the time you're 35, end up at like a store manager level if you're in retail or, you know, uh -oh. some, some sort of lower administration level. If you're in, you know, you might be an assistant principal if you're going into education, something like that. But you're never going to get up into the higher escalon of management or leadership because you're not a leader. You're a, you're a coward that's begging for other people's validation and approval. Right. And then they're just going to break one day whenever they realize it. They're just going to have a freak out. No, but you're going to get off. People like that end up getting off on the people that they do get into control of. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Those are the middle management types oh, that are like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the, I'm the oh, assistant to yeah. the assistant supervisor. Oh, yeah. And, oh, dude, dude. and you're like, you're a cuck, bro. <laughs> you're doing what you're told. Man. Like, it's. Suck, uh, suck a bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. Whatever. I, I it, it just, I, 
That's the same way, yeah. Yeah, that's not how I roll, bro. No, it's not. That's not me either, bro. You know? I just, uh, I've just had so much going on this week. I am, I am really enjoying the tattoo apprenticeship. Like, in the last week and a half, I feel like I've, it's not necessarily like that I've suddenly become like this world famous tattoo artist in 10 days. Not yet, but, but it's, who knows? No, just kidding. It's Uh, just the, the, I've never had a job where I've had like a mentor apprentice relationship. You know, I've, I've had jobs where I've been trained and I've been in training positions, but the aspect of like having one person that's mentoring me and, and guiding me through like an apprenticeship, it's going to be a year long thing mm. and learning from this one person and having that like one-on-one relationship I've never had before. You know, I didn't, I wasn't in karate as a, as a kid. Sure. You know, I, I played team sports, so it was never like I had, I've never had like one mentor so like that whole aspect is really cool that's like a game changer within itself having somebody that has enough faith in you to that yeah exactly that they feel like they can actually sit down with you and teach you exactly yeah and you know what he told me uh whenever you weren't around was that he was like look man i wouldn't mentor somebody if they weren't if i didn't think that they were capable of it like because i was like talking to him and uh i'll be a little candid here i was like hey so I was like, JP's like never really drawn as far as I know. I was like, I think that's just fascinating that you took him under your wing. And he was like, yeah, well, you know, I wouldn't do this if I didn't trust him. He's like, I wouldn't do it if I didn't think he wasn't competent enough to do it. And he goes, and honestly, I see him as somebody who, who you go, at the end of this, he's going to be a tattooer. And uh, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't see him as one or somebody who's competent enough to do it. He was like, just left it at that. And that's fucking beautiful. That's like pretty fascinating. Yeah. And that's like something that like a lot of these younger people, like what you're saying before, these Gen Z's, they don't understand and they didn't get because typically their parents were people who didn't take them under their wing and teach them. They they had people who were teaching them how to fall in line. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this whole like field is people who don't fall in line, but take charge and are leaders and see things in other people that other people that some might not see. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And you know the saying, uh, I'm not saying that we're hanging out with millionaires at all, but uh, when you hang out with four millionaires, soon there'll be a fifth. Yeah. You know, and what that really means is when you hang out with people who are successful or people who take the less uh, traveled path or people who uh, who just have a different mentality in life in general and don't fall into a mold, they will pick up on things in you that you don't even know are there. You know what I mean? It's very very beautiful idea, man. And yeah. I, I believe that 100%. We, as human beings, we're all products of our environment. We're naturally a, you know, a herd species. We, yeah. we like to be around people. Sociology we're, at its finest. And, I mean, if you, if you look at your life, it, it's very easy to identify how the people around you and the people that you surround yourself with directly affect your mentality. Not necessarily mm-hmm. your actions. I'm not saying that, you know all these people are bad influences or these people are good influences. Yeah. It's just about where your mentality is. You yeah. know, if you're around people that take risks, you're more prone to take risks. If you're around people that are very, very conservative and very withdrawn, then you are more likely to be very conservative and very withdrawn. Yeah. Um, if you are around a lot of people that are focused on material goods and material wealth, then your mentality is going to be more predicated towards 
the having more stuff, materialism. buying more stuff, and what you have. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's something. Just I just remembered this. I remember being like pretty young, like being like fourteen, fifteen years old. Actually, maybe even younger than that, man. And so my parents just split up, and I used to go hang out with my dad a lot. My dad's a cool motherfucker, and uh, he's just a very unique person. And he always has, like, he had this one mentality, but I lived with my mom, and she had a totally different mentality. And I remember recognizing that very young, and the thing that really brought it out was, uh, like, we'd be cooking dinner with my mom, and she'd say, oh, well, we don't have this ingredient. You know, let's say it's uh, an onion. Okay? Okay. So I guess dinner is not going to include an onion tonight. Okay? All right. That's fine, I guess. Uh... And then I'd be eating dinner with my dad or cooking dinner with my dad. And he'd say, oh, crap, we don't have an onion. Hold up real quick. Let me go grab an onion. I'll be right back. It'll take 15 minutes. Yeah. And then we'd have an onion. The, 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 the ingredient list would be complete. Sure. He would sure. make sure that it's done. Sure. sure. He would just, hey, this is only going to take 15 minutes. Let me go do it real quick. You know? Um, and I realized, like, the, the, the duality of those two mentalities very fast. And now I am the type of person where I'm like, we don't have an onion with dinner tonight, or we don't have an onion on the... We're missing an ingredient. Let me go grab it real quick. Let me make sure that's done. Let me, let's do this right. See, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm more along the lines of, of your mom. Like, if I don't have an onion and I'm already cooking dinner, then I'm probably going to be like, no, we're just not going to have an onion tonight. <laughs> or, you know, I'll... I'll make Substitute something. Substitute it. Yeah, I'll something make else. something. But I, I, I am also generally the type of person that, like, if I know I'm cooking something with an onion, I make sure I have an onion. Yeah. Well, you're the type of person who likes lists oh, and yes, itineraries, oh, and yes. you would have made sure that it was there. Before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, preparation, mm-hmm. preparation. I'm about, I'm about making sure. I think life works better when you prepare yourself. No, you're right. You're right. I'm somebody who's pretty much all over the place and winging it all the time. Yeah, that's how I felt too. Like I feel like that's why I feel so manic is because I'm living. I'm like I'm living a life walking in your shoes. The last you like really kind of are. Aren't you? I'm just like you really kind of are. Every which way, and it's always like none of it's the stuff that's on my itinerary. It's all just <laughs> impromptu. Okay, sure, yeah, I'll work tomorrow, or okay, sure, I'll do this. Okay, sure, I'll do that, and it's like kind of causing me to have a little are you in a little, manic episode yet i mean I'm, I'm i feel like i'm getting there like i, I yeah. just yeah i'm a very fluid person i'm very fluid gender fluid yeah yeah work sexually fluid, fluid. Sexually <laughs> <laughs> uh i told you what i put on my census right no i put non-binary gender fluid was that an option uh well the guy came and knocked on my door and was hey. like hey uh there's a couple of addresses that haven't filled out the census yet like do you have a second? And I was like, yeah, I do, man. And he was like going down the list and he's like, you know, getting my name and all this shit. And then he's like, uh, gender. And he goes like, sorry. I ha-. He like said gender. And then he goes, looked at me and he's like, sorry, I have to ask. And I was like, no, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I was like, non-gender, actually gender fluid, non-binary. And he was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, yep. Which we're in Texas. If you're listening from a different state, uh, where, you know, maybe in like California or another state that's a little bit more liberal like that, maybe Oregon or Washington, that's actually a fucking option on the checklist, I'm sure. Yeah. Here, it's not. And he apologized for asking what gender I was. And so I just had, I had, to, throw, I had to throw him a curveball on that like one. a college kid? No, he was an older gentleman. Oh, really? Yeah, he was an older gentleman, just probably his side hustles yeah. doing senses. And uh, anyway, so <laughs> I had to throw him a little curveball on that one. It was cool. You know, I, that's fine. I like to fill the things out. Like, when they ask me my race or, or my gender, I like to just put, I not, I choose not to answer. Just, like, I feel like they read that and they're just like, what is this guy? I need to know. 
yeah, I don't want to give him any reason to look into me more. <clears throat> look into me anymore. I just wanted to just kind of throw him a little curveball here and there. Yeah, that's fair. I uh, so. it. Oh, I took my kid to go see a movie. The movie theaters are opening in. Yeah, what did you go see? Uh, Spider Man Homecoming because there's not a whole lot of movies that have been out recently, so they're still showing old movies. But anyway, I'm pretty sure there's a Puerto Rican guy getting a hand job in the front of the movie theaters. That's always fun. Right there's only like your like what nine year old son? He's eight. He's eight. Uh, uh well, I, I don't know. It was so dark in there, you and they were pretty. They were pretty far away. No, the Puerto Ricans. Are you uh, sure they're Puerto Rican? Yeah, I'm pretty sure because he had a jacket on with a big Puerto Rican flag on the back. It was a dead giveaway. That, and that's not me being racist when I say these Puerto Rican couple. I'm just saying that they had literally, I should have prefaced. I guess I should have prefaced with that. Uh, I, was just, I was just curious how you managed to no, get no, no, the, no, no, he had a, he had a Dude, it was a funny jacket. It was like leather. It was like a Leatherman jacket. And he had shorts on. And it had a big, yeah, I know. And it, had, it was raining outside. Uh, and he had a big Puerto Rican flag on the back. And I was like, oh. Represent, bro. Yeah, that's, that's cool. <laughs> didn't there used to be a uh, a Puerto Rican guy that worked at the shop? Yeah, I didn't really know. I never met him. Mm. Anyway, they were telling they were telling a story. They like called everybody Poppy, and they were like, "That you gotta you gotta quit doing that." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Bro, don't call us Poppy anymore, don't, please." Don't call us Poppy. <laughs> Not cool. Well, buddy, I guess it's probably about time that we uh, call the boomer up and ask him a couple of questions. What do you think? Yeah, let's call him. Let's call. I'm stoked. Get him on the line. <laughs> All right, here we go. Boom. First ring. First ring. What's up, boomer? Hey, not much. <laughs> so happy. So <laughs> chipper. <laughs> how, uh, how, how's your day going, buddy? What's that? How's your day going? My day is going good. We're uh, we're on our way out to uh, Lester's show to three o'clock in a little town in Illinois. Nice. A lot of lot of heavy yep. metal enthusiasts out there in the middle of Illinois. <laughs> Dude, Slipknot. Uh, Slipknot's from Illinois. Any, no, they're from Iowa. <laughs> no, Iowa. Sorry. Mi- Midwest. I don't see any heavy metal enthusiasts out here yet. Although I do know of one. I know one guy. One guy. Is it you? Yeah, one. No, it's not me. <laughs> uh, all right, Boomer. So this is the part of our this is my favorite part one of my favorite parts of the weeks uh where we ask you random questions yeah i know are you stoked <laughs> i know we've, <laughs> I, this is, we've been doing this thank you this is the only time i call you so <laughs> yeah. we, we all know we get it all right so um this week we're getting a little meta we're getting a little weird we're getting a little out there uh i wanted to ask you it's not a pun what do you believe do you believe in ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot? In no particular order, feel free to answer. Uh, I'm going to rule out Bigfoot. I think that if Bigfoot were real, we would have found dead carcasses. Mm-hmm. Not dead carcasses? And the fact that they have never found any dead Bigfoot tells me that there's probably not a Bigfoot out there. So I'm going to say Bigfoot, no. Uh, ghosts? Yeah, I definitely believe in ghosts. I believe I've seen them. I, I believe that I've had experiences with them, and I am not counting that as a paranormal experience that when, I've had. I, I believe ghosts are real. When was the last time you saw a ghost? Uh, I mean, well, it's been a while, actually, but uh, usually they happen in these old homes I live in. Uh, I haven't seen one in this house, but I did see one several times and was 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 
awoken by one more than once, twice, three times, something like that. At that other place I lived in, in uh, uh, on DeVitt, like 15 years ago. I don't remember the last time. Honestly, I don't remember it, but I do remember those happening, yeah. Does that, uh, how'd you feel about that? I mean, was that a, a scary experience uh, or more just like very transformational or? Well, no, it was scary at first because you don't really know what's going on. And then you, you kind of, I don't know, for some reason you're at peace with it because you know what it is. Okay. And you just kind of like accept it and you're not afraid. You're not afraid. I realized that in these old homes, there may be spirits living there that may have, you know, they can't, they can't detach themselves from their home. And these old homes are 80, 100 years old, you know, and there's got to be, you know, some deaths happening there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, statistics would, I mean, would have to be in favor of definitely somebody dying there at one point. Yeah, I think whenever you... It doesn't make you not want to go to sleep at night, in in other words, and it's not really a big deal. The first time it happens, it's kind of a, it kind of shocks you. After that, you're like, man, hold on, I had that deal again. Okay, what do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, if you're going to be hanging out here at the house, maybe you could sweep up a little bit, do some laundry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, quit waking me up so damn early. Would you would you feed him energy? Would you talk to him? No, it's more of a. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, really? I'm, I'm I don't talk to him, man. I don't know what to say to him. I'm just like you know. So did you like see figures or did you hear things? Like I'm interested now. You have my you have my curiosity ticked. Felt it? I don't know. It, 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 it's, it's more in your head. You know, it's more in your mind, but it does wake you up or it does wake me up. And I'm looking around, kind of dis, you know, uh, disenchant, disenfranchised for a minute, you know, until I kind of get my bearings and figure out what's going on. But it is a startling feeling. It's very startling. You get a lot of adrenaline from it. And, uh, you know, you just, it takes you a couple minutes to kind of figure out what's going on. It takes you a couple more minutes to kind of calm down from it. But, uh, it's not a physical thing at all. It's more, um, it's, it's really spiritual. I mean, honestly. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> all right, aliens. Yeah. Aliens. Aliens. Yeah, I don't know about that. I thought I saw one. I thought I saw you UFO one time. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. It was just a weird thing uh, in the sky. But I guess those happen all the time. But as far as aliens go, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I'm, I'm on the fence. I think there's something going on in Area 51. Uh-huh. Uh, I think there's been something going on out there for quite some time. Uh, I'm very in tune with the uh, Alien in, in Aurora, Texas, if you guys are familiar with that one. Yeah. Uh, that was, a, that, that, I mean, it's hard to say that one didn't happen. Uh, but again, kind of like Bigfoot, where are the bodies? No body, no well, crime, right? You know, you, you know that during the midst of the whole COVID thing, uh, the FBI released footage that showed a fighter pilot encountering a UFO. What year was this? This year. This year? Or maybe last year? Like four months ago. It kind of got buried under all the COVID stuff, which is why I think the Uh, FBI kind of released it. But there's there's footage of... There's actual footage of like a fighter pilot or two encountering these UFOs. And you can't... I mean, you can't... 
see a full spaceship, you know, flying along next to one of these F-18s. But it's definitely something flying around in the sky that is not, you know, a U.S. manned aircraft, Russian manned aircraft, or something along those lines. I didn't know about that. I'm going to check that out. Hey, look it up. I, I, I don't think, I think, it's, I think it's possible. I really do think it's possible. For aliens, I'm going to give a possible ghost. I, I'd say yes. If Bigfoot, I'd say no. I mean, okay. I well, that that gives us a, that, that's a nice broad spectrum of uh, answers. <laughs> Got one one of each. Yeah, right, uh, a yes, no, and a maybe. Here's here's one little kicker. What do you think about uh, what about the Loch Ness monster? <laughs> no, no, they, they proved that to be Nessie. Nessie's definitely definitely fake. Yeah, yeah, they proved that to be fake so many times. But I will say this: that that lake out there in Scotland is so freaking yeah. It's dark. And there has been there has been some footage uh, that's very convincing, but I just don't see a there's no way in it. It's it's a lake. It's not a there's no inlet into the ocean. So what's in there has to gotta be at least two hundred years old. I mean, how does something live that long? Again, nobody Nobody you know, no proof, I, right? That's that, that's where I'm at on that. I gotta I gotta kinda see the body thing there. But you know, uh, I mean whales die all the time in the ocean sink the bottom floor and, and every fish in the sea comes and eats it so I mean you never know I, I, I don't know I, I, but I'm going to say that one's fake too I've seen a lot of footage and I like the Loch Ness monster I'm kind of cool with him but, uh, <laughs> you're down with it you're down with the Ness I'm down with the possibility that I, I like the I like the fantasy of the Loch Ness monster I, I, I like it but I don't think he's real huh. well so, right on as, as always man uh, it's an absolute pleasure to pick your brain and uh, well, hope you hope you have a good time down there at the uh, the. Yeah, we're going to go. Here's where we are. Here's where we're going to be at. We're going to be at the Winter Circle next to the Sycamore Speedway in Maple Park, Illinois. Uh, Foyer Band with my beautiful girlfriend Lester on bass. Oh God. And uh, beautiful and talented. Cool. Got diagnosed to be since next to you the day was. Well. Great. For all of uh, for all of our listeners out there in rural Illinois, uh, make sure y'all go out there and uh, check that concert out. Yeah, the band's called Downbeat, Downbeat at 3 p.m. Guys. Yeah, well, this is going to be released after the fact, but yeah, this this will be released next week. But you know, <laughs> hey, whatever. It'll be it'll be a pleasant surprise for the people who showed up to the show today that listened to the podcast as well. They'll be like, "Oh, I was there. I was at that show." Yep. All right. All right, Boomer, you too. Talk to you later, man. Bye. Bye. Song suggestion. I, I, you, you just don't, you don't have, you don't have to say it. There should be a red light on the front of this. So, so that you know when I'm recording. Yeah. Well, no, because I know you're about you. you what you, I see it in your face. You're like, I have to say. It's the portion of the week, the segment of the week, where we give you song suggestions, which is so redundant. Okay. You're My, twitching. Okay, I'll just... You're twitching. Uh, you you want to say... All right, fine. Say it. No, say I it. won't. Say I'm, it. I'm not going to fucking say it. it now. Say it. You son of a bitch. Are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. <laughs> all right. 
my song suggestion of the week, since you can't handle me being a little redundant from time to time and following some Because kind if of, we have an intro cue that says song suggestion of the week, and you're like, that's right, it's the song suggestion Everybody's like... Well, I just want to make sure that they understand that this is the song suggestion of the week. I just want to make sure that, who, that whoever, who whoever heard that... Who doesn't get it? Who is too stupid what if they, to understand that it's the song suggestion of the week after hearing the song suggestion of the week? The song suggestion goes, that's right. Or the song suggestion's like, this is the song suggestion of the week. Maybe they didn't understand that. Maybe that was a little blurry for them. Maybe it was just a little unclear. So I like to reiterate that this is the segment that we tell you the song suggestion of the week. My song suggestion of the week is Suspended in Light by Neurosis from their 1999 album Times of Grace. I think that is, it's just a like instrumental song, but it's pretty good. It's really not that long either, but I like it. It gets me going. My, my song is also pretty much mostly peaceful instrumentals. Oh, no. Why are you doing this to me? That is terrible. That's right. It's Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites by Skrillex. Dubstep in the house. Uh, I don't like Skrillex, but I do like Sunny Moore. Sunny Moore uh, was in From First to Last, but I only like that album that they did whenever we were in high school, the one with the song Emily on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a deep cut for other millennial f- fanboys out there who actually listened to real music back in high school, <laughs> which I can't listen to it anymore because it's like super emo. But I remember back in the day, smiles at her laughter. Gold stuff right there. I have there, a voice buddy. of an angel too right now. Gold stuff right there. Uh, and, and make sure to uh, pick up Chris's debut album. Uh, Voice of an Angel. Voice of an Angel. That's what it's called. (laughs) (laughs) And the album will be called uh, No Body, No Proof. And as always, this is the segment where we give you song suggestions of the week. And uh, make sure that you check us out on the Instagram where we will upload these two songs, uh, including the Skrillex dubstep, Mm -mm. so that you can uh, check out the playlist of all of our musical suggestions that I have now officially ruined with dubstep. That's right. Have you done this? I feel like I'm like genuine about it because I've like genuinely like to listen to like a lot of weird music that I would like to like share with people just to like expand musical taste palettes. I mostly just pick songs that piss Chris off. Wreck it. You wreck it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how I ended up with this song. Yeah, uh, I was I listening to random music on Apple Radio on the way out here this morning, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, this would really this song piss came on," off. and I was like, "Fuck, I haven't heard this song Dude, forever, bro." I've yeah. never heard that song, and I refuse to listen to and it in its entirety. There's like a little video game noise in there. It was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "Man, I remember dubstep. That's so so perfect." And then I was like, immediately after that thought, I was like, "Well, I bet Chris would hate this song." I was like, well, that's going to be my song suggestion of the week. During our segment, Song Suggestions of the Week, where we make song suggestions and you of said, the week. And you know I'm such a music nerd that I would like go straight for Sonny Moore instead of like referring to him as Skrillex and like uh, go through, like, a, like backtrack it. Like, yeah, whenever he was this guy, it was way cooler. Yeah, I, I, I don't like, I liked him before he was Skrillex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk Let's about talk, it. Let's about, talk about it. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not. So we had the opportunity to watch the David Benoit's occultic tendencies in rock music. Is that yeah? That seems right. That yeah. seems pretty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And let me tell you, 
Uh, well, I'll I'll preface this by saying we did not make it through the whole video. No, we did not because that thing was hard to watch. It's literally just him. Like I, I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting it to be like cutaways, like a lot of cutaways. Oh, but it was it's the eighties. It's <clears throat> probably yeah. It sucked. I was if it was a lot of cutaways, it'd be way cooler. Uh, like he was like talking about Alice Cooper and didn't even like show a picture of him or have a like, no, he interview. Didn't. It cut away to the album cover. Oh, that's right. It had a lot of cutaways to only album covers where they were showing their symbolic allegiance to Satan. Yeah. Uh, but but they didn't have any like interviews. There was nothing really to back up what he was saying at all, other than the symbolism on the album covers, right? And so that was like pretty disappointing. Um, he was basically just talking a lot of shit. I feel like. He was like a failed musician who just takes it out on musicians. Oh, no, no. That's he, like my takeaway from it. No, he is He is what I like to classify as a snake oil salesman. Preacher. 100%. He is a... This this man probably made quite a bit of money traveling. Uh, the entire video is basically him on the platform of a church giving a sermon to interested parties or like, <sighs> attended the church it it's it's a terrible setup you know I people would, who were scared for the youth and and it's just a lot of mental gymnastics it's like well this person's name is alice cooper and alice was the main character of alice in wonderland and alice in alice in wonderland has a cat and it appears to be on drugs drugs that's LSD. Drugs. In nineteen forty in nineteen sixty seven, uh, somebody did LSD and murdered six people. One of the people murdered was Sharon Tate. Was who was, who was married to a, a music producer or some shit? Yeah. Or, or, or like or, that music producer once rode the subway station with who? That's right. Insert whatever serial killer satanist person. And, and boom, Satanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's essentially you can make a connection to anything it, if you just, if it, you just, if you just, it's just all, want that connection. It's basically all based on like, what is it, six points theory or, you know, six degrees theory. Where six degrees of separation. <laughs> yeah. We're all connected in, mm -hmm. in one way or another through six degrees. And if you look hard enough, you can find a connection and everything. So basically what this man did is he takes an album cover and... This is 1980s rock music album covers. You know, some of them were from the 70s, but a majority of it was 1980s rock music. ACDC and and Alice Cooper and Ozzy and like some Black of the Sabbath like <laughs> some of the like most like like dude they're doing it for shock factor to get your attention. They're right. not really worshiping Satan and, here. If they'll have they'll have a ma uh, crystal ball on the front. And he's like, see another crystal ball. Yeah, what, I know. What are crystal balls for? That's how you communicate with the devil. With Satanism. Satan. They worship Satan. Yeah. And then he tells these stupid stories like, this drunk came into my sermon. He was like, rock music's not for the devil. And I was like, you're a drunk. You're a Satan worshiper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and that's oh, the truth. And, well, it's like, and, and you know what's funny is you can, if you Google Alice Cooper right now, and you Google devote, or if you just Google Christianity and Alice Cooper, you will find more articles on how Alice Cooper is now a devout, devout Christian. As opposed to uh, like following Satan's allegiance and everything, he just did it for shock, man. That's all that well, is. Okay, you just grab people's attention, you draw them in, they listen to it, and they say, "Oh, that's entertaining." There, there's entertainment. It's like a horror movie. There was even a section where he was talking about Alice Cooper, where he said that he talked to this lady that was a secretary, and 
the secretary had had like knew Alice Cooper or had a conversation with Alice Cooper or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And he was talking about Alice Cooper being this devil worshiper, and and this secretary apparently told him like, uh, I've met Alice Cooper. I know Alice Cooper, and he's he's a very he's a very nice guy. He's a very caring guy. Very compassionate guy. He's a really he's a family centered yeah guy. You know, yeah. and I don't remember what. And he's like. Well, that's and how the, Satan draws you in. He tricks you, yeah. makes you believe what you want to see. That's exactly it. Yeah, the, the devil lives in lies. And, <laughs> it's like, or, you know, maybe Alice Cooper's just a nice guy and you're... Yeah, and ridiculous. this is all just for entertainment, dumbass. Yeah, and it, it, it was... That was about as far as we needed to get into it. It, it was exactly pretty much what I expected it to be. It was worse than I thought. Non, it was really it was worse than I thought. Because it's literally just a guy on a stage just talking about this. He's just talking shit about rock stars and trying to make connections that aren't there. And then randomly shows like album covers, like what you said. Is, See the crystal ball? That's how they communicate. That's a sign that they all use. Blah, 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 blah. Or uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yep. Where do you think they get their name from? Occultic witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are the elements of alchemy, and that's witchcraft. And therefore, they're... Devil worshippers. Yeah, and you're like, bro, you are so, he's reaching. You oh are reaching it, it so was, hard right it now. Was the entire thing was, it was what you would call straw man arguments. <laughs> it, it, it's all just, let me connect a bunch of dots that don't really exist and then try to, you know, prove my point with stuff that completely unrelated. Which is, I mean, that that's a straw man argument. We, you see the, what what's interesting is, you see this same sort of rhetoric on on social media nowadays. Like yeah, people, oh yeah, people yeah, yeah, use yeah. the same kind of mental gymnastics to connect a bunch of stuff that's not really connected and doesn't really exist. Well, it's the power of suggestion. You know what I mean? It's like it's almost like a placebo effect in effect. It's uh, if you tell somebody something enough, then and you tell them that's the truth enough, then they just believe it. Oh, they yeah. take it for granted. People are people take are face value. People are stupid. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. A lot of people are. I mean that's all it is. They're just very impressionable, very suggestionable, and and they everybody what what it really everybody has their own inherent bias, and you already want to believe something. Yeah. And so people take advantage of your willingness to believe something by throwing out loosely based facts and you know a narrative that yeah it's not really true, but there's enough somewhat loosely based stuff there that you can be like, yeah, boom, got you. And and that's all it was. It was just a whole bunch Kevin of Bacon. gotcha moments. And this is why, and they got him. And it's like, okay. This Someone's own was in a movie with so-and-so who was in a movie with so-and-so who did a commercial with so-and-so. Oh, yeah, And yeah. then Kevin Bacon. Yeah, and that's... that's Kevin Bacon's the, <laughs> the devil. They're the devil. <laughs> uh, so that was, uh, that was pretty much terrible. And then it was, it, there were some examples of, you know... This kid used the Ouija board to communicate with the dead, and now he's in an insane asylum. And he worships the devil. And he worships the devil. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of communicating with the dead, um, your the the boomer had some interesting dealings yeah. with ghosts. I didn't see that coming. I, you know, I have also didn't see that coming. Had some interesting dealings with ghosts. The house that. You remember the house that me and Josh used to live in together the first yeah. time I was in college? Mm-hmm. I did. So we had a ghost there. Okay. And the ghost would do some of the weirdest things. <laughs> uh, we would hear 
like howling in the hallway at like one o'clock in the morning. Interesting. Uh, we would he, like the temperature would fluctuate in the house. Yeah, that's like, that's pretty typical. It, it sometimes it would it would like you could see your breath in the house. Like we'd wow. have the AC set on like sixty eight, and we'd be in the room, and all of a sudden like it would get cold. Wow. One time. That's interesting. The craziest, probably the craziest ghost story we ever had in this house was the time we watched Paranormal Activity. Mm-hmm. So it was me and... So now you've already got the power of suggestion going on, by the way. Well, it was just weird how it happened. Okay, I'm listening. We were watching Paranormal Activity, and right as the movie ended, mm-hmm. <laughs> we had been recording some music in the dining room, which is adjacent to where the TV was in the living room. Sure. And we had an old laptop set up that we were recording music on. Like you're making music? We were making, we were recording music, yeah. Okay, okay. So it's just like a small, tiny little studio set up. Wasn't, it wasn't even a studio. There was a drum set, there was a couple guitars and a bass. Oh, okay, okay. a couch and this laptop with a microphone hooked up. Okay, gotcha. Perfect. Um, Like what we have set up right now recording this podcast is probably more technically advanced than what we had 10 years ago doing that. Very, very DIY. So the movie ends and all of a sudden music starts coming from that room. Like within 10 seconds of the movie ending. From the other room, this music starts playing, Mm -hmm. which is no big deal. But it's a creepy song talking about, like, walking down the hall, releasing myself from the chains. It's a woman singing. It's super eerie. What? It was playing on, like, the laptop? On the laptop. But the laptop never turned on. Wait. So it was playing through the speakers of the laptop? And it's talking about being chained up in a hallway or something? And walking down the hall and all this weird stuff. So my back is to the opening. And I'm frozen. Like, I can't even turn around. Oh my god, that is My buddy terrifying. sitting in the recliner across from me has tears coming down his face. What? Because he is legit freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Josh is sitting next to me on the couch. Uh-huh. Like, I can tell, I can see in his eyes that Pure if terror. something happens, I'm definitely getting pushed towards the ghost. <laughs> like I can already see him calculating that I'm the closest person to the ghost, and so like the, his first move is to push me into the couch, and then run out the door. Yeah. So uh, I mean, we get I would up. Too. <laughs> we get up. We finally get up, mm-hmm. and we walk into the dining room. Yeah. And the the laptop's still on, like off. Yeah, off. And we turn the laptop on, <clears throat> and it's still got our recording stuff set up. Mm-hmm. No music playing software going, and none of us have ever heard this song before. Like, this isn't a song that, like, maybe was on a playlist that just, like, started playing. Yeah, I understand. None of us have ever heard the song. Was it, like, pretty good produce producing? Yeah, it was, it's, it, like, it seemed like it was a song. Like, there was, like, a drum beat, or, like, what? Or was it, it just a woman singing? It was more, like, acoustic. I, I don't remember. It wasn't a drum. It was more, like, acoustic, like, acoustic guitar with, like, maybe, um... Maybe like some a harp and like you know some someone of like something the, dreamy the type of song that you would expect to hear in like mm-hmm. a weird ghost song like the music I listen to very creepy Bas- weird so uh, sure. yeah like that was and that that was it like we I have never found the song up up until this point I've never found that song I have no idea what the song's name was I've, I've searched the lyrics tried to pull it up have never been able to find the song mm-hmm. um, weird and couldn't even find the song when it was playing because there was nothing playing on the computer 
And so we cut the computer off and like it stopped playing and uh, you know. Then we left the house and went to sleep somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, then, then I then I burnt the house down. And <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I have a theory on ghosts. Um, I think that organic materials have the capability of holding memories. Sure. Like vibrational frequencies, very similar to music. How like records will hold have have like uh, grooves cut in them sure. in certain patterns. Sure. Um, that record music, and then at a certain you could put a needle on it. There's a certain way to play it. Uh-huh. Okay, I think that organic materials will hold reverberations the same way. Well, so reverberations of energy, like high energy, like let's say that <clears throat> the wood beams in the walls of that hallway. Maybe there was a lady who lived there who was very sad, and she yeah. just hung out in that hallway, um, being sad. Right. Right. And that was her sad spot per se. Um, the reverberations of her energy, her energy that she's putting out, maybe like stuck inside those wood beams sure. in that hallway. Um, so by you guys giving energy out, it's collecting that energy and pushes it back out again. Does that make sense? Because energy can never be created nor destroyed, right. only transferred, right? Right, correct. So uh, she would go maybe into that hallway and pace back and forth and right. cry. Maybe she was very depressed. Maybe she had lost a baby. Maybe, who knows? There's a million mm-hmm. different possibilities, right? So that's what I think ghosts are. I think because, you know, you hear about things that are haunted, like this chair is haunted. Okay, yeah, the chair could be haunted, but it could be made of uh, organic material that's capable of holding these reverberations of this energy. Maybe this person that had it before you sat in that chair, and that was that person's comfort chair. I'll tell you where we can do an episode. I know we're going to do the 11... 2263. 11-22-2020 is going to be our episode, but anyway. Um, and that in the cemetery. Yes, we are going to go to the cemetery. I, so, went to the, I went back to the cemetery on Friday. So you're just spending a lot of time hanging out in the cemetery nowadays. I know. It sounds fucking <laughs> it's crazy. I know, dude. Uh, but yeah, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald is buried 20 minutes away from where I live. Uh, and so for the second time in the past two or three weeks, I have gone to Lee Harvey Oswald's gravesite. It's open 24 hours a day. And there's something about that, that cemetery that I like. I don't know why. We'll go. We'll go very soon. I don't know. It's yeah, something. Let's, it's let's something interesting. It it's very interesting to me. Um, I don't know why, man. I'm drawn to it for some <laughs> fucking reason. Maybe the fact that it's only twenty minutes away and it's like a very nice, kept up with cemetery. And nobody's out there. Are there any crypts there? Yeah. Okay, then I definitely. Mausoleums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot. I, there's I big ones too. Uh, above it's a, Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, you can't go in there, obviously, but you can check yeah. it out and see the names and faces you... of the people who were in there. Cats found my new shirt that I needed to exchange for a larger size because I'm an extra large person, not a large person, despite how I tried to convince myself that I could <laughs> squeeze it into it. No, I mean, I can get into it, but it's 100% cotton, and I know it's going to shrink, and when it shrinks, it's going to be too tight. Okay. So, uh, we should do an episode. We'll take a trip to Louisiana, and, you know, I we'll have that. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I don't want to flex, but, you know, we have, we have that farmhouse that was built in and it's roughly... Do you want to go Zach Bagans on this shit? Well, it's like 5,000 square feet. That's big. The house is. That's big. But part of the house is built around the old house. Cool. And there's a hallway in the house, that old house hallway. Cool. And... Maybe a Halloween episode? Well, I like run through the hallway. Mm-hmm. I won't walk down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Especially at night, because it's creepy. Mm-hmm. And I had an aunt that, I guess, used to say that she was very psychically attuned. 
And she used to say that she used to see ghosts in the chicken coop out back and in that room that's connected to that hallway that I'm talking about. And I have a cousin that's about three years older than me. And we were sitting on the porch one night a few years ago talking about it. And he runs down that hallway too. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, I can't walk down that hallway. Like what the fuck is so it's something, like it's an, something about that shit. So yeah, so that house is is like legitimately, I'm not going to say it's haunted, but uh, maybe there's some there's, energy stored there's some there. There's paranormal activity going on in that house, you know, which is really choice stuff because obviously like it's in it's super it's a fucking plantation old. style, like Louisiana home, you know. It's, yeah. yeah, so like it's just so, so, so choice. It's like perfect. It's perfect oh to my, be haunted. Oh like, my, if you had to pick a better place, you couldn't pick a better no, place. No, you couldn't pick a better place. Sure. Like, and my sure. grandmother has this, there's a room in the house where my grandmother has, like, her doll collection. Oh, no. Oh, my God. God. Yeah, like, I will, I, will, I shut that door when I get there. Holy like, shit. I try to trap them little, like, it is. We should go there for Halloween and do a Halloween episode there. Yes! Wow. I have never been so excited about something in my entire life. Plus, I haven't been down to the farm in a couple months. Cool. Cool. Yes. Cool. When is Halloween? Let's. let's it is October. I know 31st. you're not. A, you're not a <laughs> I know. I meant the specific. That is on a <laughs> Saturday, bro. It's on a Saturday. Ooh. So we could like leave. Ooh, cool. That would cut in. But you have to work. Yeah, but it's far enough in advance that I can get there. It'd be good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I'll have to. I'll have to skip Friday and Sunday. It's far enough in advance. We can figure it out. So that is right. Our, our welcome stranger strangers. Halloween uh, episode. We not only do we have a eleven twenty two date planned to go to leave Harvey Oswald's gravesite and podcast, but we also have a Halloween episode planned and coming up that we're getting in the works together. As of right now, you are here with us. This is how we brainstorm. We just bullshit back and forth until we got some content. Honestly, I forgot we were recording. I just, I completely forgot. Oh, this is us growing out. Yeah, we this is just us growing out. I just got excited about something. Yeah, you slammed the table pretty hard. I'm sure the listeners are going to love that. Well, now you, now you know how I feel about it. Yeah, I'm very excited. That's very I exciting. I slammed thing. this table so hard. Look, I cracked it. Look, you see this giant crack? How dare my, you? My, now there's a now there's an energetic reverberation sunk into this wood table that's going to be there forever. Your dad thought randomly, this house wasn't haunted, but... Randomly, like, after... We're all dead and gone, or maybe after this table's sold, somebody's gonna get this table and think that their house is haunted. Yep. It's gonna be up here like random bop, bop, bop. That's it. In the middle of the fucking day. Every day. Like around the same time. <laughs> yeah. 12, 12.05 yep. p.m. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now is JP's favorite time of the week. Um, because he's big baby and likes to complain. Oh, is this the segment where I'm gonna bitch about stuff? That you're about to, this is this is the segment where I complain. This is the wet ass complaining portion of the podcast. What you got? <laughs> what's your, what's the, the or the, AKA the, the stupidest thing you read all week? The WAP. Yeah. Um, it's this is actually not a. Uh, I did not read this. This happened to me. This is a personal tale. A little bit of a self gratification. Actually, this is this is kind of a. Uh, kind of embarrassing for me because I generally like to keep a good grasp on my emotions and not allow myself to uh, to be a very responsive or aggressive type of individual. Wet ass emotions. Uh, so I went to 
get some nachos the other day. Wet ass nachos. All right, sorry. I'll and I was hoping that the nachos would be covered in delicious wet ass cheese, cheddar cheese from a can. You know that good good stuff like you get at the ballpark. Um, I went over to the uh, to the Palateria, Palenteria. Uh, you know, here in Texas, that's a that's a Hispanic fruit store, whatever that sells delicious <laughs> fruit goods and things like nachos. I'm very excited. So I walked across the street uh-huh. and I get across the parking lot uh, from the tattoo shop, and I was like, "Man, I don't have my mask. No big deal, right? Life hacks this up." I I put my shirt over my whole face and tucked it into my glasses. So I'm wearing, you know, my shirt over my ears and my face. And I walk in to this business that had some mask signs posted in Spanish, I'd like to point out, which I do not speak. <laughs> I'd, I mean, it, it is worth notating that if you're going to require somebody to enter your business, uh, doing anything, whether it be not carrying a handgun or wearing, you know, wearing certain type of apparel, you have to have those notifications posted at every entrance in the entire establishment in both English and Spanish. They did not have it in English. They did not have it in English. Now, Mm -hmm. granted, there was a giant mask picture, so I knew what they meant, but for argument's sake. But you're a little retarded. I mean, you know. So, So I go into this go in here and I'm so so fucking stoked about my nachos and uh, <laughs> this this lady behind the, the counter is like you need to put a mask on and did I'm she like, say this in English or Spanish she said this in English I understood her oh. uh, she's like you need to put a mask on and I'm like <laughs> I don't I'm like I don't have a mask but my my shirt's covering my face so we're good bro like I'm just trying to get some nachos and she's like that's not a fucking mask. And I'm like... Whoa, aggressive. And I was like, yeah, maybe it was just like her aggressive tone and the fact that she cussed at me that like made me snap. But <laughs> I was like, immediately, don't be fucking stupid, bro. It, it's covering my whole face. Like you're wearing a paper mask over your ears with two big holes in the side of it, right? Sitting there talking about a mask. I've got a, this dude standing next to me is wearing a fucking bandana. I've got a thick ass cotton shirt covering my whole ears, face, everything. And you're talking about this isn't a mask? Like, don't be stupid. Do not be stupid. And so she's like steadily gumming. And I guess, I don't know, maybe her little boyfriend or something like come out the back. He's probably like at least 10 years younger than me. Steadily gumming. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, <laughs> like, he, he wanted all the smoke, bro. Like, he come out there talking about, fuck you, that's not a mask, this and that. And I was like, oh, God, bro. Like, what's good, bro? Like, I swear to God, if you come out behind the counter, bro, like, let's go. Say some stupid shit to me again about this mask, bro. My whole face is covered. Oh, it's the law. I'm like, it's not a law, bro. Don't sit here and talk about the law. You work at the goddamn Mexican fruit stand, okay? You're, you're not a, lo- a lawyer. You're not an attorney. You don't know anything about the law. Don't sit here and yell at me behind the fucking desk talking about the fucking law, you stupid bastard. And so anyway, like, he he wanted to smoke. I was going to fill the whole goddamn Palateria La Azteca with uppercuts. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, I, I was mad, bro. So mad. Like, I walked out. Were you, were you, now let me ask you, were you hangry? I think possibly. Like, I think it, sounds, so, it sounds a little, so that, it sounds a little hangry. So I walked, like, as soon as like I walked out. Hang- are you a little hangry at the moment? Is I have not eaten this morning. Like, I'm yeah. not going to lie. So yeah. I walked out and I like immediately was like, Man, "What did we learn? What, yeah, what that we, was not I, very I feel like we're learning some things about you." Yeah, I get hangry, bro. I really. I do. think we're learning. I think we just had a breakthrough. No, I get mad when I'm hungry. You get hangry. I, like I try to. Like I said, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm not aggressive. Like, and I'm not a reactionary type of person like that. Like I don't let people like. <clears throat> I don't snap like that. You know, not not. Now. Yeah. Like I, at 20 years old, like yeah, I'd snap real quick. Like you just say something stupid to me, and I'm just like, oh, like all right, that's it. We're, <laughs> like parking lot. Backyard, <laughs> kitchen. I don't care. Like let's let's go. Bathroom but, stall. Yeah. Whatever, care. bro. Yeah. Just, they don't breathe in my direction, bro. But no, like I was like, damn, bro. Like I, I snapped quick. Like I had to go down to the pizza, uh, and uh, got me a little combination platter, all chicken. That's a chicken flopped and a chicken, uh, chicken quesadilla, and a uh, chicken. What else does that come with? A chicken taco? I think it comes with a chicken taco. Does it come with a chicken? Man. Pollo? You know, I have Pollo Reggio down there. They, they, you can get a half chicken up there. It's probably what I'm going to have later. Cool. Like, not lunch on the way to the tattoo shop today. Cool. I've already been processing lunch. I'm sure this is very interesting for the listeners. I mean, they, they care about what I like to So, did, did said uh, Palateria chef catch them hands? No, unquote? no, I, I was like, I... Did he receive any smoke? I mean, he got the smoke. He got a hell of a tongue. Was he on the receiving end of hangry fists? He he knew how I felt about it. Like he, <laughs> he, you got I, your message across? He understood how I felt about it. Now, let me ask you a question. Did you feel better? No, I was still hungry, honestly. And, and honestly, like, I'm still irritated at the fact that they're so stupid. This is almost a week this. ago, isn't it? Yeah. Last, was it last Saturday? Saturday. What's the day? Friday? Friday. That was last Saturday. So, yeah, like, and I did get my nachos. And do you, do you, that's the place to get nachos. I can, we can walk over there together. I can mediate. Do you want to talk it through with him? I'm going to send you over there. Like, I'm oh, I'm really going to send you some cash and be like, hey, bro, go get me some nachos uh, and some fruits. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Like, I'm not I'm not like the boomer where I'm just, like, not going to do business there because, <laughs> like, at 7-Eleven. <laughs> Because, you know, the boomer has a, uh, like... Vendetta against 7-Eleven? He is not doing business at 7-Eleven because somebody told him to put a mask on one time. And I'm still I'm still perfectly willing to give him, give them my money because I care about nachos more than my pride. Yeah. Uh, and also delicious fruits. But uh, I will not go over there. fruit is very tasty. That's what you spent. I went over there and went crazy one day by accident and spent $20 in fruit. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. I oh. just was like, I want that one. And that one, and that one, and that one, and that one. Give me a large thing. Oh yeah, dude, I'll go. I'll take I'll, a Topo Chico. I'll spend and, twenty bucks uh, real quick, no problem. Yeah, <clears throat> I like to get the uh, the crema de fresas. That's, that's the strawberries and creme for uh, those of you who don't speak the Espanol like we do down here in Texas. Uh huh. And uh, yo hablo poquito Espanol, poquito, poquitas, uh-huh. quesadilla. Donde esta baños? Yo sé. <laughs> yo soy que yo soy. Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Me culas esta el comando porque jefes. Sí. Uh, despacio como una tortuga. Ah. Wait. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
the uh, Hispanic portion of our podcast listeners yeah, for, for that our are listeners. going to decipher exactly what <laughs> I just said, that's going to be hilarious. Yes. Uh, we, we appreciate all of our Hispanic listeners. We are an equal opportunity podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and in this portion, just kidding, I'm not going to say that. Chris, I like to do the interesting facts part, but uh, you're going to start us off this week. So what interesting bit of information are you going to share with all of our loyal listeners out there in the internet? Well, now that you've aired out your dirty laundry and really uh, expressed your concern for the Palataria and how they handle their business. Just trying to get some nachos, bro, that's all. <laughs> Just trying to get some nachos. So I was reading about this guy who has the biggest family in the world. Uh, check it out. Genghis Khan. No, not Genghis Khan. That we're all related to Genghis Khan. I know. Uh, no, this gentleman is an Asian man, though. Interesting. I, will, I would like to add. Is um, he a Mongolian? No, he's Chinese. Good luck to us. He's Mongolian. <clears throat> he has 39 wives and 94 children. So is polygamy legal in China? I didn't, dude, I didn't, I've never heard that polygamy was, I didn't know that. Dude, I don't know. All I know is that guy's pull-out game How is many trash. Kids? <laughs> He's got 94 children. Now, okay, so... Doesn't I China have, like, a child limit? Dude. What the... What is this guy doing? I How did he get away with I that? Would, you know, I'd, I'd venture to say... Not ninety, not like he's not the father of all ninety four. It's probably literally like some stepkids thrown in there and shit. I guess that's possible, or maybe he just adopted a bunch of kids. But he has all those wives. Thirty nine. That's why would you do that to yourself? I I swear. That and China and it would bother like me. One to two child limit. Like that's why they always get rid of the girls. I don't know if that's a real thing anymore, though, dude. Is that not? I don't think it's a real thing anymore. I think at one point it was. Right. But probably. We should look into this. Might might, might go back at the end of the episode and, and throw that little We'll fact check this. I'm going to fact check myself. I am. I need to. I should have vetted myself beforehand. I hope they don't fact check my facts. Don't, uh, don't fact check my facts. I'm going to fact check your stuff, but don't fact check my facts. Just that's, assume that's that everything. One sided. That's a little biased. Well, I mean, just assume that everything that I'm 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 gonna say is one hundred. Dude, 90, 94 children. Could you have my child support? Yeah. Ninety four people call him Papa, Dad, Papi, Papi. Uh, dude, can you? I mean, yeah, child support's like a whole other level. I don't want one kid, much less ninety four. I have like one that. kid. I have one kid and got a vasectomy like a year later. Yeah, I, I love my kid. He's a little boy. He can carry on my name. That'll never happen. But, uh, you know, I got what I mean. If I would have had a little girl, I don't think I would have got a vasectomy. I think I would have tried to get a little boy. That's how I've always felt about it, too. Like but I, I, but I, I, start gold the first, I start gold the first shot. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. I you know it. what I mean? I got to hit the bullseye, dude. I'm right there with you. I, I, I've always said that if I ever do decide to have kids, you know, and I have one, I'd be one and done if it's a son. And if it's a daughter, I would think about having one more just to try to have a son to carry What do you think that guy's family fights are like? Like, at that point, they're, assume, not, they're not even, like, a family fight. It's, like, a ha, fucking civil war. Have you seen, like, Kung Fu Hustle? <laughs> I, I assume it has to be like that. Like, everybody just runs into the middle of the town square, and uh, they have, like, a long, drawn-out, crouching tiger, hidden dragon-style wire fight. And uh, then they go back home. I can just imagine the grocery bill. You think they all live together? You think they all live in the same house? Or like the same, it wouldn't be a house, it would be like a hotel. Oh, I'm reading right now. He's from Northeast India. Ah. And it's kind of a religious cult. Ah. Uh-huh. And they don't really have family child support over there. 
the same way we perceive it. Right. It's more of like a tribal community. Yeah. He's just a uh, dude. I bet that dude's got a fucking hog. I bet not. I bet he's got. I bet he's a uh, dude. No. Okay, you're in a tribe in yeah. what did I say? Northeast uh, if, if India. You, look. Northeast India, dude. Dude, and he's got 94 women lining up, dude. Dude, no. I bet. I bet if, he's if, the only one in the tribe that's like. If if you've got a big dick, you don't have to start a cult to get laid. True. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like sleeping with 94 Facts. women that you ma- really... that you have to marry and and have a cult to get suggests to me that the dude has some serious insecurity issues and also uh, not a very big dick. Speaking oh, oh, here we go. I got more. Okay, 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 okay. Finding more info. Finding more info. Uh, he's known for holding the world record as the head of the world's largest existing family with 39 wives, 94 children, 14 daughters-in-law, 33 grandchildren, 180 in total and counting. Jeez. And the family is now living in Botwaning Village, Bizaram, India. India. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. My so. facts are also about a giant dick. Uh, a giant dick named... An emu. Emus? Emus. Okay. Uh, so did you know that emu is actually Latin for dinosaur turkey? <laughs> don't, 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 don't fact check that. Uh, all right. Emus are, uh, <laughs> according to my sources, emus Dinosaur are, turkey. Yes, that's exactly what it means. In Latin is emu, a three-letter yes. word, huh? Yes, that's correct. That's, like I said, don't, you don't, there's no need to fact check that. I've already verified my sources. Cool. Uh, emus are ninety percent barbershop hair and ten percent rage. <laughs> so, thoughts on that? No need to. No need to look that up. Ten percent rage. <laughs> uh, they they allegedly travel in herds and can decimate an entire grocery store store in less than three minutes. Mm. Um, <laughs> if you ever encounter an emu or a band of roaming emus in the wild and you're becoming attacked or in danger, there's only two ways to protect yourself, either by challenging the emu to a game of riddles or by using holy water. Uh, again, I've already verified both sources, so there's no need. Are emus the Chuck Norris of animals? I assume. Uh, or, is that, or is that the honey badger? Honey badgers don't give a shit. Honey badgers don't give a shit. So, Ostriches um, are attracted to human beings. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, ostriches are actually attracted to human beings. Like, when ostriches get all up on you and stuff, they're not actually being aggressive. They're horny because they find you attractive and they're trying to get a little bit. They're trying to fuck. Yeah. Mm. That's a, that is a fact. I heard their pullout game is trash. I have always wanted to eat an ostrich egg. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I've heard they're just massive. Oh, they are. I've seen videos and pictures and stuff. I wouldn't even know where to find one of those things. Like, you think a Whole Foods would carry an ostrich egg? Highly doubt it. Stupid Whole Foods. We gotta find one. How would it, dude? I bet they're expensive. I, I feel like they have to be. We probably have to go to an ostrich farm. Hmm. I bet there's one in Fort Worth. <clears throat> on the next episode, on the asking boomers weird questions, I'm gonna ask them if I get a if I get an ostrich egg, will you eat it with me? What if we just get the ostrich egg, make it into an omelet, feed it to the boomers without telling them what it without is, without telling them what it is, and then be like, guess what that was? What did you think about that? <laughs> Guess what it was? Yeah. Tell me what kind of egg that was. It was a dog egg. What, ah. do, you, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Eat a, Labrador. An ostrich egg is like probably the closest thing you could ever get to 
dinosaur egg. Yeah, probably. I mean, right? Yeah, I would imagine. Whoa. Because ostriches are bigger than Dude, some dinosaurs. Their feet and their legs look like fucking dinosaurs. Well, I'm sure if you took an ostrich and. When's the last time you saw one in person? I saw either. I don't a dinosaur? Know. Like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. I'm, uh, I went to the zoo last week. Saw the dinosaur exhibit? Yeah. Uh, I saw an emu. Dude, those things are weird looking. Yeah. They're like a, they're like a big puffball with legs, like dinosaur legs. Ninety percent barbershop hair and ten percent rage. Yeah. Whoa. Still tomato though. Dude. According to my sponsor. Giraffes are like ninety percent neck. That's weird. Have you seen a skeleton of a giraffe? Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Giraffes. I wonder if. Do you ever, you think giraffes are related to dinosaurs because they're similar to a brontosaurus in the fact that they have really long necks and kind of short bodies? One hundred percent. Naturally, so they're like living. Di- they're like living. I mean, bodies. aside from the fact that they're warm-blooded, yeah, and dinosaurs are most likely cold-blooded. They and don't of the have avian, long, long tails. And, and of the avian genius, I would like somebody to explain to me how a brontosaurus is related to a chicken. Well, they're like of the I, avian genius. Going by, I, I get how a tyrannosaurus or a velociraptor, and, and think, I get how those. Uh huh. Are can be in the same genus. Do you think that dinosaurs are more reptilian or more avian? Well, I mean they. So because dinosaurs are like supposedly had like they have hollow feathers. like they hollow have, bones. They have feathers. They had feathers most likely. Um, they. You can actually. Go in in genome sequencer like CRISPR. They had and, talons and stuff too, right? right? Yeah. You can change the DNA of a chicken. Oh yeah. And reactivate. Oh, dude, thing. we've talked about this before, not well, on this podcast, yeah, but we've podcast. talked about this. Yeah. Where I, you you can change like you can mm-hmm. turn a chicken. A dinosaur chicken. Turn turn like scales and teeth back on the chicken to where you like have a well, dinosaur like, face. Even the way that like feathers lay on top of each other right. is, is like very resemblant of scales. But I've never seen a four-legged bird. You know what I mean? Like we're yeah. talking about brontosaurus. If that's a, if that's a dinosaur, and that dinosaur is related to a velociraptor. Okay, so or hear me are out. Are they different? Are they completely different? Hear me species? out. Emu, is it emus or ostriches that have the long neck? Uh, ostriches. I okay. think emus maybe have. What the fuck is the difference between an emu and an ostrich? They're not that fucking different, are they? Just one is a little bit more angry, and one's a little bit more horny. I'm not convinced is that, that the ostriches difference? aren't super angry either. Like, it seems like ostriches are always either biting or raping somebody. <laughs> okay, hear me out, dog. Fucking bronchiosaurus has like a brontosaurus has like a long neck. Yes. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you like curl those front legs up, and then they're on their hind legs, they're an ostrich. Yeah. But they but ostriches don't ostriches have wings is what i'm saying brontosaurus have established legs for you turn those legs legs backwards man you 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 cut them off turn them backwards they're all small and they go towards the back boom well i mean that's sure but it's not that fucking hard of a stretch dude see check it out so brontosauruses like okay so correct me if i'm wrong but from my understanding the reason that dinosaurs and animals were so big during that was it Cretaceous period? Mm-hmm. It was because the O2 levels were so rich, so everything grew to be bigger. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's exactly right. Yeah. All right. So this is just like 
me and my own little rabbit hole searches and shit. Okay, so the O2 levels start dropping because of, I don't know, per se, volcanic ash in the air, uh, messing with the ozone and reducing the O2 levels, right? So now what we've got are trees that are still kind of tall because trees don't die for thousands and thousands of right. years. So now we've got brontosauruses that are growing smaller because the O2 levels are decreasing. Sure. So now they're having to reach up, whereas before they could just like kind of just lean over, mm-hmm. you know. So now they're having to reach up and they're bringing their front legs off the ground more. Mm-hmm. And then so over thousands and thousands of years of like getting smaller and smaller, but still having to reach up. They those, turned into ostriches. Those those front legs were like obsolete, and so they got smaller and smaller until they finally. I think that lost the front legs, I gained think, the back legs, and kept the neck. I mean, that's certainly an interesting theory, but I feel like it completely kind of takes out the extinction of the dinosaurs from, you know what I mean? Most dinosaurs. Most dinosaurs, right. Fucking crocodilians? Right. Dude, those things have been around forever. Sharks. Sharks? Octopus. Octopi? So, what's up? I know we had this conversation on a, on a previous podcast uh, before we started this podcast. But okay. You, you know, octopus. So, evolution goes back to actually. You were talking about O two levels. Yeah. So when the when the Earth was originally formed, it's interesting how organisms developed. We had these you know single cell organisms. There was no oxygen. It was right. all, you know, gases and hydrogens and things like carbon and things like that. The building blocks of life, if you will. Exactly. Uh-huh. And these organisms lived off of those gases. Sure. And so as they absorbed those gases, you know, they used them for fuel. And it removed those gases and all that to- you know, all the toxic fumes from the ozone. And eventually things like trees started growing and as trees grew you know trees absorb carbon dioxide and produce oxygen and then you know so the trees lived off of all of that carbon dioxide and other gases in the air they produce oxygen when the oxygen started producing then animals started evolving to live off the oxygen and then you know they got bigger and bigger and bigger well in this evolutionary chain of events at some point, millions and millions and millions of years ago, every, let's say, mammal, reptile, pretty much everything on Earth broke off and went down one evolutionary chain. And then yes. from that chain, you know, the million different species that have been on Earth separated off and evolved into different individual, you know, unique creatures. Yeah, you had more unique building blocks of life. Stemming but from building blocks of life. There was a fork. All right. And yeah. at that fork, yeah. the octopus split off. And the octopus evolved completely unique and differently than every other creature. Well, I think the same argument can be made about jellyfish as well. It's possible. I haven't I haven't done a lot of research into jellyfish. Um, well, don't jellyfish know. don't even have a... Do they even have like... they Like all they are is a central nervous system. Yeah, uh, it's like I that's it that's it that's all they are dude but are they even sentient i don't know i mean any sentience at all i don't know i know that octopus are one of the smartest if not the smartest creature on the planet 
Octopi? Yeah. Octopi. 100%. Like, stupid smart. Dude, have you ever seen the videos where they camouflage themselves to their surroundings and it's, like, freaky? Oh, yeah. Like, because it's not, like, regular camouflage like a fucking chameleon. Because, like, chameleons chameleons camouflages are, like, pretty, like, unique because they can, like, literally blend in with the background. But octopi, like, they're camouflage just like something special oh, but they oh, can yeah. represent they can like they can they can uh recreate patterns like actual patterns like i saw one like landed on like on a boat and like it like turned the same color as the yeah. boat and it but it was like multicolored but it was like weird i don't even know how to explain it man they, they have, you know what i'm talking scientists about. have studied like military scientists have wild. studied octopus because they believe that octopus octopi have the key to like unlocking Cloaking and stealth. Cloaking, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cloaking and stealth. And then, like, I heard this story about uh, an octopus that used to, like, sneak out of the uh, aquarium through, like, the hole of a quarter, like, a, a, a quarter-sized hole. And it would, like, wander around the aquarium and then, like, come morning time. Go back. It would go back and squeeze back through that quarter-sized hole. Yeah. And you, they can, were... you can lock an octopus in a jar and a tiny, tiny jar. Mm-hmm. You can stuff one in a jar seal the lid and the octopus can open the lid from inside the jar and get out yeah well they just twist they just suction cup to the bottom of it and the inside and just turn its whole body no i mean that's still like fucking fascinating well i mean yeah that's what i'm i mean put a cat in a jar and see what happens (laughs) you know what i mean like put a dog in a jar and see what happens you know we we (laughs) we we think that humans look at dogs and cats and like oh this is an intelligent animal the same you know personality and you know is capable of of understanding commands and, and processing word, you know, and all these other things, right? So we, we identify these animals as intelligent. But if you lock a dog in in a box or a jar, you know that dog gonna die. It's not he's he's not gonna get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a baby gate stops a dog, a baby gate ain't gonna do nothing to an octopus. Yeah. You know? Wow. So it's uh yeah, they're they're incredibly intelligent animals. Well, buddy, as always, I love to sit down and waste everybody's time by talking about... This is not a waste of time. Nonsensical. This is beautiful. Rabbit holes. It's my favorite time of the week. It's my favorite time of the week, too. I I appreciate everybody's time for listening to us, and I'd like to thank everybody, all of our listeners and subscribers that, you know... Share our share our podcast and pay attention to us and give us a reason to sit around and rant on the internet for an hour to an hour and a half every week. Um, that's it. I have uh, I have I have nothing else to say for the day, so I'm gonna sign off. That was beautiful. I guess it was a little solemn. It sounded kind of solemn. That's fine. I'm trying to put my Jazz. It's a rainy day outside. Actually, uh, it's not rainy. It's overcast. Uh, but it's, it's been rainy the last couple of days and 60. I'm loving it. Dude, I know. I busted out the flannel. Oh, yeah. Called me, called me a hipster. Yeah, you're a hipster. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. As always, this is Christopher Brown and JP Thunder, the Chocolate Thunder or some shit. No, not today. Oh. Today, I'm the Vanilla Velociraptor, a.k.a. I hate everything cherry flavored. There we go. All right, we're going to leave you on our... Uh, <laughs> on our outro song. Wait, no, you forgot. You forgot to say. Uh, don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. <laughs>